Welcome back to Happy Hour with your boy Taylor Cade on a Friday here in sunny Southern California. I hope you guys are doing well. I have a very, very special show for you guys today. Uh, I got one of my good friends on the show. His name's Taylor Jamin. He has a brand new record out today. And uh, Taylor, let's. why don't I just let you introduce yourself? Why don't you tell them, I obviously know you really well. We go... Way back, we're we're from the same area in uh, Southern California. We both live in Orange County. We kind of we kind of grew up through the DJ ranks together, knowing each other. But we came became a lot closer in recent years. Why don't you give them a little backstory first of all, just like of maybe your sound and inspirations to start, and then kind of like a bit of your journey through you know this process that it's taken us uh, quite a few years to get to the place where we're at right now. Yeah, definitely. What's going on, guys? Happy Friday. Uh, my name is Taylor Jamin, and uh, some of the people who uh, inspire me right now, um, I would say like Chris Lake, Chris Lorenzo, uh, Bijou, Kaztec. Um, I kind of feel like I get inspiration from all of those and kind of infuse it into my style. Um, and yeah, it has been a, a long journey to get here. Uh, me and TK both have been DJing uh, for quite a while now. Um, and uh, as we both, you know, came up the ranks in the in the DJ world, um, we both knew it was very important to start producing. And, um, you know, that's like he said, that's when we kind of clicked is when uh, we both started producing and, and coming up the ranks. And... Um, I actually would uh, come to him a lot for uh, feedback and and uh, help on stuff because he's such an amazing producer. So I really appreciate everything you've done, homie. Yeah, man, of course. So we have spent quite a few years, and we still feedback, by the way, guys. For the record, if it, are there any producers out there? There's nothing more important than having producer homies who are friends of yours that are at the same skill level or around the same skill level who can give you good, honest feedback and not just be like, oh yeah, it sounds great. But the people that can actually go like, yo, uh, this sounds really generic or yo, this really sucks. Uh, You should work on this. And that type of relationship, I feel like has helped us push forward. Would you agree? Definitely. Yeah, it's so important to have... uh producer friends or you know acquaintances or whatever that actually know what they're doing because of course you know your best friends your girlfriend your family members are all going to tell you that your music sounds dope when it doesn't so being able to get feedback from someone who actually knows what they're doing and and actually break it down like you know they might hear something that you're not hearing or you know just kind of give you advice on it is very very important so tk and i are both very lucky that you know we can bounce stuff off each other 
on the other end of that too, um, it's also helpful to just keep going because music production can be kind of lonely at times, you know, especially if you're not in a duo or anything, if you're a solo act. Uh, we spend all of our time making music basically by ourselves. So uh, having friends that you can just like call when you're taking a break, like, hey, can you listen to this? Like, what do you think? Or sometimes we just hang out together and it's not even to collab. It's like just sitting in the studio, like helping each other work on whatever we're working on. And it's just fun um, to be branching out like that. But I want to talk a little bit about your past past from when you were, you grew up in a musical family, right? Yeah. And why don't you tell everyone a little bit about that? And so did that is that like where the musical journey started for you? Like your parents were musicians and so you always wanted to be a musician? Or tell me about that, the growing up process. So my dad back in the eighties was in Stacy Q. Their uh, really big hit was Two of Hearts. Um, you know, it went number one on all all genres, platforms. It was number one in the world. Um and that was in 87 when I was born. My dad was on tour uh, with Stacy Q and, and did that for many years. And then um, my mom was a country uh, singer songwriter. So when my dad was done with Stacy Q, he helped start her band. And, uh, you know, I just grew up in a musical family, but I was always really talented at playing drums, but they never like forced it on me. They're just, it was always there for me. They're just like, you know, if you want to go further with it, we'll, we'll give you the tools you need. But, you know, I, I really appreciated that they did that, like not shoved it down my throat. Um, when I was younger, I would play drums a lot. And growing up, you know, I was really, really good at drums, but I was so far ahead of the kids my age that it was hard to, you know, play in a band or hang out and, and jam with people because I was at such an advanced level already um, that I would have to play with way older people. Like I would be in, you know, seventh grade having to play with, you know, guys that were in, uh, you know, 10th, 11th and 12th grade. So the age gap was just weird because, you know, they were sitting there smoking weed and drinking and, and I was playing with Pokemon, but I could just shred on the drums. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, I, I just kind of actually just stopped because of that. Uh, it wasn't until I was around, uh, I don't know, like 15, 16, I, I started getting into house music. And then 18, I started dabbling around with, with DJing. And then, uh, you know, around 21 is when I, I started playing in clubs a lot and just like coming up the ranks that way. And I would say for the first like five years of DJing, you know, it was for fun and all that. And then I started taking it more serious and started getting the direct support direct support spots at at the big clubs and i even got to play a slot at edc just you know on a, a smaller stage but it was still really cool to uh to play there and then um i would say about two three years ago is when i started taking the producing thing serious i was always you know messing around making little mashups and stuff like that but yeah about two three years ago is when i i went all in and uh, I mean, I did in two years, I did 700 days in the studio. So you guys can do the math on that one. <laughs> right. And uh, it's 
it's showing too. And so, I mean, you have put, from what I saw, you got serious about it and then you got even more serious about it. You know, you quit going out, you started just focusing 100% on the music and really that's what it takes. I mean, like people don't realize the work that goes into it, but you know, if you're willing to really hunker down and put in like serious, serious hours, um, you can start to make really great music and that's really what it takes to get to the next level. Um, so I've definitely seen that in your productions, you know, they've come such a long way, even in just those couple years, but, uh, you have some exciting stuff going on right now. The main reason we're talking today is because you have a new track out today. Want to tell everyone what it is? Yeah. Today is technically actually my debut, um, solo uh, original track. Uh, I've released a few tracks um, with a homie, and then my first big release was uh, a remix of Nurko's track Faith. But today is uh, my debut single, That Thing You Do. Um, and I actually I did everything on this track, produced it, I even did the vocals on it, um, did the mix down master on it. And uh, it's just really cool to you know, just do everything yourself and be able to put it out there. And, um, so far I've gotten a lot of, uh, good feedback on it and uh, a lot of, a lot of good support from it. Like, uh, Afro Jackson will play it, uh, or has played it and, um, you know, a bunch of other names. So it's, it's just really cool to, uh, to see the support behind it. So, Tell us about what else you have coming up in the near future, because this is like the beginning of a string of releases. You I, you mentioned the Faith remix. Now you have that thing you do, which is out today, and then you have some more shit coming like right away, right? Yeah, actually, uh, that thing you do is actually part of a three track EP with the Disco Fries label. Um, so let's see here. I have. Uh, it's called Like That, coming out October 23rd. And then uh, it's called I'm Really, Really. It's coming out November 27th. Um, but before that, I actually have a release on Bijou's label, Do Not Duplicate Records, uh, coming out on October 1st. So that one will just kind of plop right in in between the other releases. So, um, Sick. Yeah, it's just been... Uh, a lot of hard work but there there comes a point where it does get easier and you know any producers out there that are you know looking to get onto the bigger labels and, and stuff like that like just don't stop like just keep going i know everybody says that but it's true like if you put the work in the labels will see that and um you know you'll, you'll get some stuff signed yeah, man. So I'm excited to hear. I mean, I've already heard them, but I'm excited for the world to hear all this, uh, all this music you've been working on. And uh, so tell us real quick before we get into the mix, Taylor's going to take over for a guest mix here for the rest of the show. Uh, tell us a little bit about, I'm sure we're going to hear basically all of the originals and, and remixes and stuff of yours. Anything else we can expect in there? Yeah, this mix is like, I would say 90% just unreleased music. Um, I even threw some like literally tracks that I just started in there just uh, just to give you guys a little taste. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of really cool remixes and 
a lot of stuff that's coming out in the future that I can't talk about yet, but I'm just going to give you guys a little preview of it in the mix. Dope. Well, Taylor, thank you for uh, joining us on the show here on Happy Hour. Happy to have you for the first time. It won't be the last. I can promise everybody that. And uh, let's get into the mix, man. You ready? Awesome. Thanks, guys. Yeah, let's do it. All right, guys. You're in the mix on Happy Hour. This is Taylor Jamin taking over for the hour on a Friday on Insomniac Radio. Let's go. Insomniac Radio. Doing that, that, oh I love it when you do that, that Do that, 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 that Doing that, 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 that Doing that, 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 that Thing you do. 
You're in the mix on Happy Hour with Taylor Cade. We have a guest mix right now from my homie, Taylor Jamin, to celebrate his new release out today called That Thing You Do. Taylor's crushing this mix. Let's keep this thing going. Insomniac Radio on a Friday.
Taylor Cade right now you're in the mix with my homie Taylor Jamin for his guest mix on Insomniac Radio
place we can go Well, you can be yourself, you ain't gotta worry Ain't gotta rush, put that in a hurry You can't be afraid to let go Let go of yourself, you ain't gotta worry This will take time, put that in a hurry, hurry Let's go. 
right, guys, that's going to do it for happy hour today on a Friday. Massive shout out to my good friend Taylor Jamin. Congratulations on your new single, brother. You crushed the mix. Guys, if you haven't checked it out and you like the mix, go check out Taylor Jamin's new track, That Thing You Do, out today. Keep an eye on this guy. He's going to be big. And with that, peace out. Have a great Friday, everyone. Stay safe. I'll see you next week for another episode of Happy Hour. Peace.